0: You can't go around naked anymore. Don't give away your clothes. He says, out of obedience, okay. So he goes out in the street, and there is a man who's a beggar who's shivering in the cold, and he says, sorry, you caught me on a bad day. I've been ordered not to give away my clothes. But if you beat me up and took them, I wouldn't resist. (laughs) I saw, I saw this radical attempt to live the Christian life. And I was inspired. Here he was quoting Catholic saints. He went to the uh, Calcutta to see Mother Teresa. He was doing some very beautiful and inspiring things. And he challenged us. He said, you know what? 20% of the people own 80% of the stuff in the world. So 80% of the people have to share 20% of the stuff. And he showed us a video of illustrating this to kids. So he divided up two and eight. And he brought out notebooks, he gave two to the eight, and eight to the two. And then he brought out pencils and said, you guys share these two, you guys get eight. Frisbees, he kept piling stuff up. And it became pretty evident very quickly that the two had way more than they needed and the eight were wondering what are we going to do? There's only a little stuff but there's a lot of us. He used this as an illustration to show us the way the world works. And he says we have to change our minds. We have to think differently about things. And he unfolded an old newspaper article that he'd kept with him for years out of Pittsburgh, and on it on the front page was children dying in Afghanistan. They are making bread patties, or not bread, grass patties to try and survive. And then on the next page you open it up, thousands in America dying of obesity. Same paper. Two different articles. He says, what's wrong with this picture? Then they, as practical as you have to be in this world, the group that they were living with, the community that they were living with, were having health issues and had to visit the doctor. Well, they didn't have any health insurance. So 20 of them got together and said, okay, this is what we'll do. If somebody has to go to the hospital, we're going to pray for them, first and foremost. And then... We're going to just pool our resources and pay off the bills, whatever they are. Well, that 20 grew to 400 in no time at all. And they began treating medical and health care that way. Pretty soon they were up to 20,000 people that would give their money to the organization to meet the needs of the people. Now, this is a pretty radical way to live. It is taking Christ's words literally and showing us it can be done. He got invited to speak to the Amish. And wherever he goes, he tries to offset his travel with the carbon expense. So if he has to fly somewhere, he tries to find some way to offset that flying. So he said, when I went and visited the Amish, it was easy. I had horses. Yeah. It took me a long time to get where I was going. But they had horses, and they lived for their neighbor. They lived to help each other. They learned how to survive. They didn't have all the modern conveniences or the technology. And then he was down in Australia, and he he was in Australia, and he read on the headlines. This was shortly after the massacre of the Amish village. It said, Amish Go to comfort family of shooter. We remember that story. These kids were slaughtered in the Amish. They went to funeral after funeral after funeral, and then went to the funeral of the shooter. They saw a sick and deranged man, and they had compassion on him. So this was refreshing to see, refreshing to hear. It was very challenging. And it took us all out of our comfort zone to make us realize that there is a better way. That we can do better. He said, just to give you an example, I was at a church and their parish council was arguing because their baptismal font was cold. They had cold water. They said, let's buy a heater and put a heater in there. And he thought, well, wait a minute. There's better things we can do with this money. We can do all kinds of things. He says, church isn't there to insulate us from the world's needs. Most churches consume 90% of what they collect, maybe more. Churches have become places where there's infighting and struggle peace and joy and solace in the world. It should be a place where we can arm ourselves and equip ourselves to go out and spread the message, to share the gospel through words and deeds. I was inspired. I was convicted. And then came the question and answer period. And just to show you how balanced this young man was, Somebody asked him, you know, Jesus got mad in the churches or in the temple because they were selling things in the temple and he drove them out. Should we do that? Should we shake up the Christian community and and go in and drive them out? He said, no. No. Christ didn't come to make us feel guilty. He came to us to help us experience the joy of giving, the joy of sharing. He said, you really want to convict people? Convict them by your actions. Let them see the joy of giving and sharing, and they'll want to follow you. We don't have to go out and lobby government or argue to change the world. Like Gandhi said, be the change that you want to see in the world. Start with yourself. Start with your community. Learn to give away. Learn to trust in God. And God will rain down benefits upon you. Now I visited his website just to see about this place called The Simple Way. And like any organization... They have rules. They have regulations. They have activities. It's incarnational, just like we are. We have our committees. We have our budgets. We have our expenses. We have our rules. They have all of that. But first and foremost is their relationships, one with another. That's what they value most. And out of that... God's love spreads and reaches people. So today we celebrate something radical. The king of the world entering Jerusalem on the back of a donkey. How vulnerable is that? How humble is that? That's our God. That's our leader. That is who we follow. Now, if we can't live as radically as Shane and his followers, let's at least try and live radically in our midst, in the community we find ourselves, in loving one another, in overcoming our differences, in sharing with one another, looking out for our neighbor first. It's a great feeling, and it's what God came to show us to do, to live more abundantly.